Well, we know that there's been quite a bit of discussion about the scooters that you see around the place and a new study has highlighted the significant impact that e-scooters are having on the Top End's health system with 100 presentations to the emergency department in eight months. Those who were admitted to the hospital were intoxicated while while riding is, uh, is my understanding. Now joining me on the line right now is Charles Darwin University lecturer Tim Piotr-Kovsky. Uh, I do apologise, Tim, if I've pronounced that name incorrectly. Good morning to you. Hey, morning. How are you? Yeah, good. Lovely to have you on the show. Um, Tim, talk us through uh, um, this study. What did it reveal? Oh, right. Well, um, obviously we had a lot of... um, We did a prospective study uh, Mm. looking at the people that came into emergency uh, at the Royal Darwin. Um, for about eight months, uh, so January to September, October in 2021, just looking at what what sort of injuries, um, whether they were intoxicated, uh, and and how much that sort of cost the hospital system. So, lots and lots of um, broken arms, um, wrists, uh, lots of facial dental damage, and a lot of head injuries because people weren't wearing their helmets, um, and about half. Half of all the presentations um, were intoxicated, so that wasn't super either. No, and Tim, I guess I'm I'm sort of not surprised because I usually catch up with St John's every Monday, and um, you know generally there is a, a, an e-scooter incident pretty often, and pretty often they're fairly late at night or very early in the mornings. Correct between tw- between midnight and four in the morning between Thursday and Sunday were the most common times of presentation. Yeah. And do you have any idea of how serious some of those injuries were? Pretty, like, pretty pretty bad. Some people were very lucky. We had a, you know, there was a lot of um, x-rays and CTs, but, you know, um, some people had to stay for, for quite some time. So uh, I think up to some, some people ended up in long stay some short stay, Um, and the costs associated with that was up to um, a few thousand dollars per per patient. Wow. So Um, there's no doubt it's having an impact in a number of different ways by the sounds of things. Yeah, yeah. So I think it would just be good to, um, you know, Brisbane uh, or Queensland, sorry, introduced some pretty hefty fines and things like that. I think, you know, we here in the top end could look at maybe more strategic public health messaging, maybe um, people telling their stories about, you know, what happened to them. Because you can imagine it would be, you know, you're out for a good night with mates, right? And then you, you know, have a few too many drinks, you don't put your helmet on, um, you hit a curb, and then you're in hospital for a few days. That's one of the, you know one of the probably worst things that could happen and yeah. disappointing. But if, if we got a bit more awareness about that out there, um, a bit more harm reduction messaging, encourage the helmet wearing, um, encourage, you know, not drinking um, and hopping on, on the scooters, I think that would be a great start. And, and that would be something that, you know, stakeholders, you know, research um, and, and those in policy um, it'd be good to to get together and have some discussions around Tim, how to how to. How, how often are people sort of jumping on their scooters without helmets on and ending up injured? Is that you know is that a pretty common denominator? 
quite quite common. Yeah, you you know across not just here across Australia. Um, yeah. So you know. Yeah, and, and particularly uh, late at night. Yeah. I mean, the, like you've touched on, the Queensland government obviously recently implemented those penalties for e-scooters. So they've got fines for $215 for exceeding the speed limit by 14 to 25 kilometres an hour, $143 for not wearing a helmet, and $431 for drink driving. Do you reckon that the Northern Territory government should consider putting in some penalties like that? Um, I suppose, you know, this is this piece of research is one, you know, extra piece of the puzzle, right? We we are myself and my colleague Dr. Moran from Royal Darwin Hospital, we're um we're extending this line of research. So we're gonna interview some of the people that were injured, see how far those harms have penetrated their lives. Um, and also we're, we're going to run some longer follow-up studies. And I think that might be able to capture whatever, um, I guess, policy is implemented. Yeah. I think, though, a, a great start is, you know, keeping um, the, the discussions people-centred. So better messaging, more awareness, more lived experience stories, um, and really, you know, focusing on, on keeping people safe and encouraging safety. Um, Tim, do you know, um, there, I know that uh, that we've got a message here from KJ and it said, good morning, Katie and crew. Um, can they put alcohol locks on the scooters? Is that something that is possible or do you know if they do anything like that in other locations? I think it, that's a, a cost issue yeah. um, for, for, you know, the companies that are rolling this out. It is certainly be possible you can put a breath on a on a car right yeah so it doesn't same same sort of thing but i guess you know you you when you get on the scooter you sign the you know the agreement or whatever um yep. helmet haven't been drinking all that sort of stuff and you know people are expected to to stick by that um but you know it's it would definitely be possible and i guess that's something that could be considered by the companies right if mm. they truly want to uh, keep the community and in in the, I guess, centre of their focus and what they do. Is there anything else that you sort of found quite interesting throughout the study that you'd done? I guess for a lot of people, it's probably not a huge surprise that there are um, quite a few people being injured and not wearing helmets and also uh, while intoxicated. But was there anything else sort of quite interesting um, that you'd, you know, that you'd found? Just the um, the high alcohol level. I mean, you know, the average was over triple, triple the you know BAC, so so point one eight percent. The highest was point four nine percent. So pretty staggering numbers, I suppose. Not too many people using drugs um, and riding them. The cost is probably what's really, um, I guess. The most interesting that it's over three hundred and fifty thousand um, extra on the healthcare system, an already strained healthcare system up here in the top end. You know, these these um, physicians have a lot to deal with already, and so it would be really nice to see um, some more external stakeholder collaboration on how we could mm. optimise um, our public health response. Tim, do you reckon?
reckon, like, I, you know, again, through the research that you've done, I know that a lot of people have sort of raised this point as well. Do you reckon a lot of it comes down to personal responsibility, though, too, right? I mean, I don't get behind the wheel of a car after I've been drinking. I certainly wouldn't jump on a scooter. And I know, I, you know, I'm a little bit older these days. I'm probably a bit more sensible than what I was when I was young. Um, but doesn't, you know, does it come down to that as well, taking a bit of personal responsibility? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, at the same time, you know, those of us who might be a little bit more mature, a bit more experienced, um, you know, everybody makes mistakes. But if you have a a good, um, you know, level of awareness and there's messaging out there that, um, you know, warns people, then that's probably, I think, the best you can do. But of course, the onus does does fall upon the person. But we we all make mistakes. We all do silly things. So... Um, got to, you know, put um, put the the soft nuts out, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, when it's having such an impact as well in terms of, uh, you know, the presentations to hospital and, and um, the costs associated too, I think we do need to do a bit more sort of research or a bit more looking into this and what could be implemented to try to, to keep people a little bit safer. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, great to speak with you this morning. I really appreciate your time and really appreciate you talking us through, uh, you know, the the study that has been done and the research that has been done. CDU lecturer in psychology, Tim Piontkovsky. Did I get it right, Tim? You did. did. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Great to speak to you this morning. You have a wonderful day. You too.